Welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a coach, speaker, and advisor dedicated to help you grow and transform not only your business, but your life. And today we're going to be talking about being a conscious observer. This is this is an idea that you can definitely learn from others much quicker than you having to go through your own personal trials and drama and all this stuff. If you want to amp up and change for the better, obviously, your life and find different unique ways for you to tap into your creativity, improve productivity, or just whatever you want to do, listen to this episode. I've got some really good tips that are going to help you. This is a must listen for those of you guys who want to make a transition big or small in your life. Well, I'm excited to talk with you. So stay tuned after this short break and we'll get right to it. Hey, 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 and we're back. I'm so glad that you are with me. If this is your very first time listening, make sure you follow, subscribe, whatever it says <laughs> on whatever platform you are. That way, as soon as I can drop an episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. And for those of you guys who have been listening and enjoying it and having a blast and having some really valuable takeaways, let's spread the news. Share this podcast with someone that you know can also appreciate self-improvement, personal development, all those good things. This podcast is not just designed for entrepreneurs. It's designed for everyone who is ready and willing and desiring a positive influence and change in our life. I've met so many people who are just stuck and they say that they want to change, but their behavior says otherwise. And if you're listening, this is a step in the right direction. Obviously, there's more resources and more things I'm going to share with you as we're having this conversation. But this is a great starting point. But this podcast, if and when itself, is not the solution. So I don't want to delude you into thinking that you're listening to this podcast or anybody else's podcast and then boom, it's going to change your life. No, it's not. It's going to take some work on your end. So I just want to just make sure that we're all 100% on that. <laughs> we're, we're clear. Today, I want to talk about this idea of being a conscious observer. And I truly believe that being a conscious observer is a life hack. And I, it, it started off, I think, over 15 years ago. I was having a conversation with my brother, and I just graduated from college. And my brother said something to me that still resonates to me to this day. He said that it's actually faster and quicker if you learn from other people's mistakes than to make than the mistakes of your own. And it really stuck with me. It really resonated with me. And I've been keeping that thought in the back of my mind for all of these years. And in order for us to learn from the mistakes of others, we need to be a conscious observer. This is someone who is pre- present, aware, right? They're not distracted. They're not looking at the phone every five seconds. They're not just constantly trying to be stimulated. They are just taking that moment and allowing the boredom, the silence, the quietness, the non-hurriedness of the situation to be a great teacher, not just of themselves, but of their world and what they want from it. Doesn't that sound cool? That we can just chillax, that we could just lay back and just let life teach us. So often we get into these crises and scandals and all this drama over and over again because we've been taught that we have to be constantly in motion. But it's that constant motion that 
prevents us from seeing opportunities that literally are on our laps. It's just like rolled on our laps. <laughs> and I'm not just talking about in our business, which is obviously the focal point of this podcast, but this high idea that I am doing things that are making me more and more aligned to who I want to be, that idealized version of me. And I'm making sure that as I'm being present, I'm intensely cutting away so much noise that all there's left is a very clear path from where I am to where I want to be. And my course, Amazing Attitude, I'm going to leave a link in the show notes below, talks more in detail about how to obtain that clarity, how you can be more aware of your present circumstances and how to fully utilize that. I've got some really wonderful, specific chapters devoted to that. But for our purposes right now, I just want to just have like a overview idea. This is not replacing the course is this just kind of a teaser a taste of what to expect more into details because I explain much more details about how you can be aware how you can be more conscious how you can be able to be attuned to who you are and distinguishing between the warning signs that this is not where you're supposed to be versus your fears and insecurities because your fears and insecurities can do a great masquerade of what you shouldn't be doing, which in fact is all it's doing is preventing you from evolving into the person that you're becoming. And I just want to kickstart this conversation by reading you this excellent, excellent resource. It's from the it's from Liz Dean, and the book is called My Creative Life: Rediscover Your Creativity. I've just been enjoying it. Highly, highly recommend it. But anyway, what I read out of it. I'm just going to kind of read out of page 82 and 83 because it's just so important. I'm just not going to read it word for word, but I'm going to try to summarize for brevity. All right. So 82 says, enjoin non-doing when you can simply be. Feeds the creative soul. Gosh, how powerful is that? I'm literally nourishing myself through this idea of quietness. Okay. The chapter begins with embracing boredom. This is Liz talking. You can usually choose to stay mildly bored or to distract yourself, but always choosing to tune out with computer games, emailing, eating, Instagram, I'm adding Instagram for (laughs) social media, whatever, channel hopping or seeking external excitement and stimulation. Avoid the uncertainty of boredom. And creativity needs uncertainty to thrive. With uncertainty comes the possibility of change. In the West, we're programmed by advertising and the movie industry to need and expect drama and the promise of entertainment. We're geared to resist boredom. Don't resist. Prepare to be bored. Engage with it and tune in how it feels. And here's some ideas that Liz recommends. Okay. She says, give the boredom, the word boredom, a qualifier to make it feel creatively positive, such as good boredom or open time. I love open time. That's another idea. Make space in your day diary for unstructured personal time with no allocated tasks. You might feel uncomfortable or even anxious about this concept because you're inviting the possibility of boredom. Avoid over planning. It's tempting to do this when a free weekend yawns ahead and fill it with back-to-back distractions. 
But how many times have you liked the thought of busyness rather than reality? My, I just had to spark right there before I just finished the rest. For a lot of clients that I have met over the years, one of the very, the, the number one thing that I work with clients is this business of subtraction. Often they come to me and they say, I want to scale my business. I want to make more money. And I'm looking at their business and how they're running things and what's going on. I'm saying, let's simplify things. Let's get things so monotonous that you are allowing your mind the space and the freedom to think of offers and products and systems and procedures that just make your business fun and exciting to do. Does that sound great where you wake up and you're not having 5,000 million things to do, but you've got a structured and streamlined approach so that you can plan things with ease without worrying, without second guessing, and without doing all those things that have caused you to be frazzled. This is more of a one-on-one thing. I can't do this in any of my digital courses, although Amazing Attitude does touch on that. But I just want to just give that caveat because I wish that we can make personalized plans just listening to a, a course <laughs> uh, or or a one-to-many pro- product. And this is really a one-on-one customized thing because for a lot of us, when we're creating these plans, it has to take in consideration your history and your issues and the unique uniqueness that is you. So I wish it could be, I know there's tons of organization books and whatever, but what I find is at a certain level, especially if you're an entrepreneur that's really and ready to scale your business up, it needs more of a personal touch. So that's just what it is. But anyway, let's get back to uh, the last point of this wonderful book from Listy. She says, lastly, daydream, look at the clouds for a bit and see what you can make out. There may be shapes you like, or that seem to mean something to you. So let's just stop right here in the book and just have this conversation about why do we want to be constantly stimulated. I I was having this conversation with my husband the other day and I said that if people just stopped for a moment and looked around, they would actually be able to clear out vast majority of the clutter. And I'm not talking about the physical clutter and their garage which prevent them to actually parking cars. <laughs> no no condemnation is that if that's you. <laughs> it's just this idea that we have been trained and conditioned to constantly be able to share our social media handles and follow each other online or constantly having to be up to date on whatever political news that's going on or we have to be on the known of what's styling and what's trending and what's whatever. And I find it especially interesting for people who follow celebrities and all those things. And I'm thinking to myself, number one, these people are hardly the morality leaders. <laughs> That's just me. And that being said, why would I look to someone who is just as lost and confused as anyone else? The only difference between the everyday Joe and a celebrity is that they have more 
fame and they've got maybe a little bit more money in their bank account maybe because we have seen so many situations i think about tlc i think about tony braxton i think about so many artists and so many performers i think about halle berry um where not not halle berry with somebody else sorry where they have literally have had millions of followers and millions of fame and because they were so obsessed with being seen in a good light and so prolific in their in terms of the things that they create that they were going broke because they didn't have a keen idea of what was going on with our finances people were using them and they were just so busy and distracted so i just want to say that for those of you guys who have these huge ambitions of being famous and having your name out there and your lights are shining in the sky and you have no freaking idea who to trust where to go to if you have a problem and everyone that interacts with you you're paying in one form or fashion that's not a life worth living. And I'm not to sit here and to say that every celebrity falls under that same bucket. No, I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is this key idea that when we are constantly busy and we're constantly moving and we're constantly doing all these things on top of health problems, we are losing scope as to what matters, who matters and what's going on. And Again, an amazing attitude. I talk a little bit more about how to figure out why in the world am I busy beyond just what Liz wrote about the our societal pressures and whatnot. There's other issues. It's a multifaceted thing. It's not just society. If and when to sell. A lot of it has to do with our upbringing and our family dynamics and how we relate to other people and who we are, how we view ourselves. There's a lot going on. But anyway, I just say this to say that it is definitely hard to get into this business of being aware and being conscious this boredom idea where we're actually not slamming our calendar off full of things is part of the process i never forget when i quit working for the federal government and it was a friday and then that monday it was so freaking weird because for the first time in my life and this is not talking about when I had staycations or vacations. I'm not talking about that or, or sick days. It was the first time I realized that my schedule was mine. I didn't have a supervisor. I didn't have anyone to report to. I didn't have anyone overseeing me. And I instinctively wanted to get busy, super, super busy. I wanted to join as many networking clubs as I could. I wanted to make sure that I was advertising everywhere I could. I wanted to be constantly busy updating my website just or sprucing up my working area. Just, just something because the quietness felt overwhelming. When we have been aspiring and goal-getting and being ambitious, it feels weird and to be honest with you, contradictory to actually think that we can actually grow and learn and develop and cultivate what we want through the quietness. And I had to learn through so many coaches and so many other personal development programs and the like that I actually was sabotaging myself to just jam my schedule full of stuff. And I was not allowing my mind to process what was going on. I couldn't observe because it was just constant 
bombardment of stimuli. I remember I was sitting there watching some type of video game or something on YouTube with my son and there was a lot going on. It was this kind of simulated samurai showdown thing with Nerf guns and they had this it's set up like a first person shooter game where all you could see was the hands and the gun, the Nerf water gun or the Nerf pistol, whatever he had. And there was all these things to soak in. There's people just randomly jumping up and he was like attacking them with the Nerf water gun. There was all these scenery because a lot of these things were based in Japan. And so you're looking at the Japanese characters and you're wondering where they are. You're wondering what's going on. There was all these symbols all everywhere on the screen that denoted like how many people were quote unquote killed or are hit or whatever. And I just remember just sitting there just for five minutes and just feeling overwhelmed. And my son just kind of sat there and was like, yeah, mom, look at all this stuff. So cool. And I was thinking, what is going on? I think for a lot of us, we have been so overly stimulated. This whole idea of the quietness feels weird looks unnerving, seems foreign and alien. But I will tell you that the more you actually quiet your mind, then it will get easier. And you maybe have listening to this episode going, okay, Denise, tell me how to do this. I, I know it's a problem. I need to fix this. Yeah. Okay. What do we do? So the very first thing is just like an exercise program, just like starting anything new, right? It requires you to start with the commitment in your mind that this has got to change. I have never successfully have worked with any client who had it in the back of their mind, I'm going to try this for a moment and see how it goes. No, it always starts with, Denise, I need you and I want this. And so I want you to go to your mind it's like, I want peace. I want serenity. I want to learn from others. I want to avoid mistakes and it means that I am making the decision right now that me constantly cluttering my mind with people and activities and things is unacceptable when you do that when you get to the place when you stop right now with the drama and the games and all this stuff and just make a decision that it's a must that is the first part it starts to make the shift so that you can do number two is to think about what areas right now that needs to be cut off. I bet you, I've never met anyone who is really busy. I, I'm so sick of people saying I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. What you have is varying priorities. And I want you to ask yourself right now, are you prioritizing things and people and ideas that are really not helping you? It's not pushing you anywhere near where you want to go. In fact, it's making you spin wheels and repeating things that you should have learned about. Like, for example, I'm talking with my son about how to do sentence structure and all that stuff, right? It's a retardation, okay? If I'm talking about him, his ABCs and recognizing letters and numbers, that makes no sense there. And I find this often so many times and with clients and just people that I observe where it's the same story over and over again, but different names and different scenario, but this is the exact same structure. And I want to say that if that's you, stop it, <laughs> just stop it. You, I, with all love, stop it. Because I think that 
you're actually hurting yourself and you're hurting your ambitions and you're hurting who you can help if you find yourself repeating different things. And that's actually what I also want to state right now is that if you are recognizing that you're repeating things, now is the time to ask yourself, why am I repeating certain things? Why am I repeating certain patterns? And let's get real. What's going on? Is it because I'm covering up insecurities or fears or there's just some internal healing that needs to be worked through? I don't know. You tell me. I mean, I don't know your life, but I do know that a lot of us are just staying stuck by choice. Okay. And what I also recommend is about this whole idea of being a conscious observer is that I want you, I mean, actually clear, you you make the decision to stop after you decided that you want better for your life. You're observing what is cluttered in your life, right? I want you to make a plan. I don't care what that plan is. I don't care if it's making Thursdays, Thursday mornings, meeting free, or you're making a plan for every time after 5 p.m., you are cell phone free, all right? I think some people are like shaking at the hands a little bit (laughs) at the idea of being untethered from their electronic devices, how bad it is for some people. But this whole idea of, I'm going to make myself available for quiet. And I don't want you to overwhelm yourself and think that you have to like retreat to this Buddhist monastery and just hum and just look at the sky for like four months straight. I'm not sitting here and telling you all this. It, you, I always believe that we always need to start small and then grow from there. Because more often than not, if we try to just make radical changes all at once, our subconscious is going to want to rebel. It, it's more about the child. And again, I talk a little bit in Amazing Attitude when I mean the child. But this idea of, are we allowing ourselves right now to consciously think of nothing? No priorities, no to-do list. Especially females. I, I find this especially true with females that in order to feel validated, in order to feel as if they're making their mark in this world, in order to feel as if they're special, is that they have to have their calendar completely bombarded and overwhelmed with things to do and people to see and all this stuff. And it's just nonsense. It's foolishness. There is no successful people that are constantly busy 24-7, despite what you hear. Uh, It's very common that in every industry, we take administration days where we regroup, we reassess, and we rethink about what needs to change, what's going wrong, what's going right, and what we can do. But if you're constantly moving and doing all these things, you don't allow that space to happen. All right. So let's kind of recap everything that we've talked about. We live in a world, we live in a culture that tells you that you have to be overstimulated all the time. And that's not the case at all. In fact, it's counterproductive. And in order for us to really grow and evolve and change, it means welcoming in the quietness. And for a lot of us, that's negative connotations as if you're being lazy or unproductive. But I want you to think of it as open time. I just want you to think of it as an areas where you can allow that creative space. Okay. And make a plan for yourself. By first deciding that 
you're tired of constantly being busy. You're tired of the overwhelm. And you're going to make a decision to do something differently. Big or small, but you're doing something differently. And you're dropping the games and you're dropping the drama and you're making a yes for yourself. Whatever that looks like. I mentioned Amazing Attitude is one resource, but our one-on-one program. But the whole issue right now is that a lot of us are saying that we want to scale and make more big money. And I'm thinking you need to simplify. And it starts with you being okay with observing your life, the big and the small. How are you using your time? Is it really helping you? And maybe it's not. And I think for a lot of us, just the idea of even poking around in our lives or and what we're doing may feel uncomfortable. But let me ask you a question. How is your fears helping you right now? How is your insecurities of addressing things that have been problematic for years helping you right now? Are you, if this message is only for people who are getting tired of themselves and getting tired of the roller coaster ride of doing the exact same thing over and over and over again and expecting different results. Kind of, that's kind of what insanity is. And I think you want more than that. And I want to just thank you so much for your honesty and your willingness to listen up to this, this point. Because I know for a lot of people, it's hard to address those elephants in the room. But you are doing it. And you are more than capable. I believe in you. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. I so enjoyed our time with one another. If you want to reach out with me, reach me at podcast at denisegeelee.com and feel free to drop a voicemail message. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes below. Make sure that you include your name and your hometown and whatever you've been really enjoying that way. You can get some PR for yourself and let other people know that you are making positive changes for your life. Well, that is it. Thank you for listening. Take care and be awesome.